episode number 21. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear friends, and welcome back. I am so thrilled, as always, to be here. And I have a lot to share with you today. I don't even know where to start, actually. Okay, so let's start with, if you have been following my podcast episodes, you will know that I recently came back from a month-long visit to the United States to visit my family. And while on that trip, I was on as a full-time mom. I took my kids on road trips and visited new places And my husband was back in Israel, and he only joined us for a small portion of that time. So I was really on call 24-7. And we ended up having a fantastic summer. But when we returned to our life in Israel, I really felt like I needed to get away. A vacation from a vacation, as they say. So I approached my husband to share my thoughts, and I was pleasantly surprised and quite honestly shocked that he not only supported my idea, he actually wanted to help me find my place to retreat. So he succeeded in locating an empty furnished apartment that I could rent, which was in a community that was 10 minutes from where we live on top of a mountain, really in the middle of nowhere. And I wanted to commit to going into silence for two days. That meant no phone, no internet, no Wi-Fi, no Facebook. And this quiet community I knew was going to be perfect for my needs because I knew that if I were to step outside of that apartment at any given time, There wouldn't be even one familiar face that I would be tempted to stop and talk to. So I packed myself up as minimally as possible. And I wouldn't know then, but as a wife and as a mother, this was probably one of the best decisions I have ever made. And I'm going to write about those experiences and form them into an article and submit it to a magazine. I don't want to take too much time here to talk about it, but I will let you know when that article is published. And in any event, you can find all of my articles and podcast and radio shows that I've been interviewed on. If you go to my website, thestuckmethod.com forward slash media, M-E-D-I-A. And also, if you subscribe to my newsletter, which comes out on Thursdays, I call it Unstuck Thursday, you will be able to stay on top of everything that I write or workshops or events that may be coming in your area. So if you want to stay connected, getting onto my newsletter is really the best way. And you can just go to my website to to do that, to sign up. 
So after going on this solo retreat, I planned to broadcast a podcast episode dedicated entirely to the reasons for going on and the benefits of going on a retreat. And in next week's episode, I plan to share with you a story regarding fear that I have been noticing in myself regarding the upcoming Getting Unstuck retreat that is going to happen in October. So stay tuned for that episode on facing your fears. Okay, so that was number one. Number two, remember in last week's episode, I shared with you that there were over 15,000 downloads of my podcast in the month of August? Well, I didn't know then that I can go into the back end of the podcast host and see where those downloads were coming from. And I was shocked to see which country had the most number of downloads. But before I tell you which country that was, I want to tell you the other top 10 countries and who is listening to the Getting Unstuck podcast. Starting with number two, the United States, Australia, Israel, Canada, the United Kingdom, India, Nigeria, Japan, and Spain. Isn't that a cool list? I, for one, had no idea who was listening to my podcast around the world, and I don't think I would have come up with that list if I were asked to. Very, very interesting. So, okay, you want to guess? Which country was number one? I'll give you a hint. English is not their first language, and this country has about 5 million people. You ready? Norway. Norway? What? How did the people of Norway find me? There were thousands of downloads coming from that country. How? Okay, I would love to know the answer to this. So if you live in Norway, please send me an email. Tell me how you found this podcast. Or please leave me a review on iTunes. That would be amazing. I've yet to receive a review from Norway yet. But most importantly, I really just want to say thank you for tuning in. To those people in Oslo and Hordaland, Norway, and California, Texas, New York, New Jersey, Ontario, South Australia, Victoria, Virginia, Maryland, Washington, D.C., Yerushalayim, Tel Aviv, New South Wales, Florida, Pennsylvania, Illinois, New Mexico, British Columbia, and so many other places and countries that I have not mentioned. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting this podcast and for sharing it with your friends. This past week, I received an email from a listener telling me that she was going on a four-hour car ride with a friend and decided to play my podcast on the way down to their destination. And she told me that her friend really enjoyed the episode. It was number 18 on forgiveness. 
And so on the return trip, they listened to another podcast, number 19, which had to do with me missing my exit while driving out to visit my brother and his family. Anyway, this listener shared with me how on their road trip down, a similar thing happened to them. The person driving kind of went off course by accident. And so hearing my episode the following day on their ride up was not only amazingly ironic for them, but it gave them a roadmap to have a productive conversation about what happened between the two of them the day before. So amazing, no? I did ask this listener if she would be willing to share her story on this podcast. So I hope, if all works out as planned, you will be hearing that story shared here in the next few weeks. Okay, now, for the purpose of this week's episode, I am going to explore with you why I believe you should consider systematic journaling. Now, I don't know if I'm coining that phrase or not, and who knows if that's even a phrase, but it's what I'm calling it. So listen to what I mean. I remember when I was probably about seven or eight years old, I received my first journal. I think my mom gave it to me, if my memory serves me correctly. It was a hard-covered book that had my name painted on the cover, and it was filled with empty pages waiting to be written on. The journal also had a lock on it, and it came with a key. And for little Shira, that was probably the best thing about that book. I really didn't know what I was supposed to do with it. Empty pages? As an eight-year-old? What do you write about? I have no idea what I wrote in that journal, but my guess is that I wrote about things that were happening in my life, maybe as a way to record things I would want to remember later on. I have no idea. But what I want to say is, is that since then, I've picked up another dozen or so journals in my life. And unfortunately, none of them were ever used fully. In other words, I would purchase a journal with the excitement of writing things down that were happening in my life, but then only get into a few pages before I would put the book aside. I guess it never really served a big enough purpose in my life for me to keep wanting to write. And now that I look back on it, unless I'm planning to write a memoir one day, which I am not, those journals don't necessarily have a purpose in my life. I still carry them around with me, and they travel with me as I've moved from place to place in my life. And they are kind of fun to look back on and read once in a while, but there isn't really any great benefit otherwise. But today I want to speak with you about something that's not traditional journaling, as I just mentioned, but rather something more systematic and something I think is more purposeful, something even more life-changing. When I wrote my book, Getting Unstuck, I didn't consider at the time that I would later publish a companion journal to it. I wrote the book to inspire people to get unstuck in their lives. 
Yet when I started working with people one-on-one, I realized there was a need to create a journal because basically the work that I was asking my clients to do in between sessions was right. And telling them to go to their local store to pick up a blank notebook seemed less than professional. I wanted my clients to take this work seriously and to take their writing seriously. And out of request from a couple of my clients and even from a few people who subscribe to my newsletter, I decided to put together and publish a companion journal to go alongside the book. So what is this journal? Well, as you know, getting unstuck is not always easy. Our minds are full of noise with thoughts and emotions. And disentangling ourselves from all of that is oftentimes quite difficult. It's kind of like all of that stuff is literally stuck in our minds. And sometimes we just can't make sense of it and we can't get any peace from it. And so about four years ago, I realized the power of taking all of that stuff out of my mind and writing it down. This is when I started to blog about my stuff stuff. I wrote weekly about emotionally challenging stories that were going on in my life in efforts to get myself unstuck. And by the way, I never considered myself a writer by any means. My writing wasn't sophisticated. It wasn't fancy. In fact, if you go to my website and look at the blog, I've I've since retired it, but it's still alive on the website. You'll see how simple my writing was. Short sentences, brief thoughts, trying really to get to the point of the story and to find a way to move on from it. Anyway, I realized how powerful that was for me. Up until that point, I had never done anything like that in the past. That is, work through a difficult situation through writing. What did I do in the past? I don't know. I called a friend. I complained. Cried. I don't know. Whatever I did, it was never really productive. It was never helpful. And probably whatever I chose to do, I probably never really felt good in the end anyway. But I found that writing did that for me. It helped me dissect my situations. It helped me see the noise that was in my head. It helped me gain perspective. And it always helped me to move on. And to this day, I continue to write. It's become a part of my emotional and mental health. I don't write for hours. Sometimes I just write for three minutes a day. But I write. I get the stories that are stuck in my mind out onto paper in order to heal from them. For me, this systematic writing, according to the stuck method, is helpful, it's productive, and it really helps me get out of stuck situations and moving on in my life. Writing things down helps me be reflective. 
And it's also a way for me to look back. Remember, many of our stuck situations are not new. So having a journal with all of my recorded stuck situations can help remind me what considerations I took on in order to help me get out of those stuck places. And so I created this companion journal so others who are looking to begin a similar kind of process and journey that I'm on can do the same. It is similar to a regular journal in that it has blank pages, but what is different and is explained in the introduction is that each page gives you a prompt. The idea is not to write haphazardly, but to write systematically according to the method. In other words, you come to your journal with your story in mind, right? This person did this to me. She said it this way. I'm so angry. I don't know. Whatever your story is, it's just an example. And so the journal prompts you to briefly write out that story. What happened? Where were you? Basically, you provide a few details. Then the journal prompts you to take a stop. Even before you continue the writing. And then break down your story into your emotions, your beliefs, and the considerations that you can take on. The idea of the journal is to guide you to get unstuck at any moment and to hold yourself in self-compassion for having gotten stuck in the first place. This journal was published this past summer when I was in the United States, but I haven't shared that news with anyone yet. I actually wanted to share it with you, my listeners, first, before I shared it with the rest of the world. So now you know, and I will today be posting the news on my social media channels as well as to my newsletter. I will put the Amazon link in the show notes below. You will notice the cost of the journal is only $7.99. It was actually the lowest cost I could tell Amazon to sell it for without me losing money on it. In other words, if I lowered the price even more, I would have to pay Amazon each time someone purchased a journal. And that wouldn't make any sense, right? (laughs) Why am I doing this? Why did I make the cost so low? By the way, I also lowered the price of the original Getting Unstuck book to $9.99 because I want this work, this self-help technique to be accessible to as many people around the world as possible. I really do feel as if this is one of the purposes of me being on this earth at this given time to share this message with the world. Now, You may be thinking, can't I just go to the store and get a notebook? Sure, absolutely you can. You can also open a Word document and you can use that as your journal if that works for you. Do whatever you think is going to work best for you. For me, I like the companion journal. Seeing it as opposed to a spiral notebook reminds me of the seriousness of it. It reminds me of my commitment to myself and my commitments to the people around me. 
It's small and compact, and it's easy enough to carry with me anytime I get into the car. In fact, I oftentimes use it when I'm filling up gas or waiting to pick up a child from an activity. And when I get home, I usually put the journal right next to my bed so that I can practice getting unstuck before I go to sleep, which usually proves to me to support me in having a really good restful sleep without all that mumbo jumbo in my mind. So if you've never tried journaling before, or you've tried traditional journaling, I invite you to consider trying this Getting Unstuck companion journal out. Again, the idea with this journal is not to simply write random things that are going on in your life, but rather to use it as a support to help you get through emotionally challenging situations so that you can feel better, take control of your life, and enhance your well-being. I think this journal can truly be the best gift you ever give to yourself or to someone you love. And it costs less than what you'll pay for lunch today, probably. Aren't you worth it? Okay, so that is it for this week. Next week, I'm going to share with you and explore the emotion of fear and consider with you facing our fears. It's probably the emotion that most of us face the most without us even knowing it and what stops us most from taking action in our lives. I hope you join me next time. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com. Thank you.